today's shir, the topic of today's shir is eternal, eternal life. No, unfortunately. The topic of today is eternal life. Chayim Nitzchim. Never spoke about it. We'll see in a second. And uh, it's interesting. The bracha, there are people in the Bible who do this, but the the bracha in the Bible should not be Mevasim. So the Tzvansik, or even Mevash Meinim. Chayim Nitzchim. Could be that the Rebbe also said Mevasim. But the ultimate bracha the Rebbe started, we'll see in a moment. The Mempes, the Rebbe said many, many times, the Rebbe spoke Chayim Nitzchim. So, you know, someone's birthday, eternal life. Okay, so but that's, that, let's think about this for a minute, okay? Where are some sources, Gemaras, Rishayinim, and let's see what's going on. So, uh, the truth is, the Gemara that uh, a famous Pasuk, the Rebbe has a Maimur on it, death will be swallowed up forever, and Hashem will wipe away the tears from all eyes. Fine, that's one Pasuk. But then the Gemara focuses in on another Pasuk in, uh, in uh, Yeshaya, uh, Perek Samachay, chapter 65. So the says, tells Yeshaya Navi, Ki hinni v'yirei shemayim chadoshim v'aretz chadoshim, I'm going to create a new heaven and earth, v'leisi zachar nohar yishayinis, you won't remember the original days, v'leisi alen no alev, it's going to be a distant memory, and I tell your grandchildren about Golos and the times that we were in, and it was so interesting a few hundred years ago. And at one point, it's going to be a few thousand years ago. And it's going to be a distant memory. You're going to try to remember how it was like in Leffert's uh, Shul and so on and so forth. Kiyim Sisu Vigilu Adeyad. He says it's going to be Sisu Vigilu. You're going to rejoice and be happy. Adeyad. And I'm going to create Yerushalayim Gila Vamavmoses. And it says, they won't, you won't have the voice anymore, kill b'chiv, kill za'aka, a sound, a voice of crying and a call of shouting out. There won't be a a a ul yamim. So he says, uh, like Mitzvah uh, says, you won't it won't pass away. There's no such thing as someone passing away young, and even old, but not really old. You know, there are people who. Some people say, oh, he lived a full life, he's 70 years old. But now we know that's nothing. You're a little kid when you're 70. So we're already having a taste of Mashiach. Like it says, and a zokin, asher we're not going to have either a zokin passing away, an old person who's not take old, who's not take uh, 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 completing his days. And it says, so much so, ki hanar ben If When someone passed away at 100 years old, he's going to be considered a nar, a little uh, a teenager, a lad. You say, a little kid, he passed away 100 years old, the poor guy, he barely got to live life, he just started living 100 years old. And a sinner from 100 days who will be cursed. And this is, of course, a famous Rashi, 100 years old will be cursed. Rashi says, go on, the way you give chedim is you curse the person. That uh, basically, those who do chitas, those who learn chumash rashi, you know this already, parshas noyach. We know that Noyach gave birth, the Ebeshter made that he shouldn't give birth to any children until he was 500 years old or 400 years old? 500, because the Mabal happened when he was 600. Okay, in order that his oldest son shouldn't be older than 100, because even if his son wasn't worthy of, of, of to be saved, before Matan Ashi writes, up until 100, you were, you were good to go. You weren't held responsible. You were like before Bar Mitzvah. And uh, so we hear it says, and Rashi says, and that's Rashi in Chumash, that's how it's going to be when Mashiach comes. And it's really based on this Pasuk. 
Right? Why? So that the Tzamech Tzedek explains in Aratayda that the Cheshbon is because it, it's not just how old you are maturity-wise, it's also where you're holding in your stage in life. That's just how it works. So nowadays that people pass away, whatever the age is, 70, 80, whatever the age is, 13 is a certain chunk of a person's existence, a person's life. So after 13, you're responsible for your actions. When people live for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, then the equivalent of being bar mitzvah is 100 years old. You live to 100 years old. It's uh, it's it's Kedai to note, very interesting, that Rebbe says in the Fabrengen and Shavuos Toshin Yud Beis, the Rebbe says that we who are Makushu to the Friedek Rebbe, and we have a Shaykhist to Mashiach, and we already live Mashiach, and so on and so forth. So our year, based on the Samach Tzedek, the Rebbe says, that our years were already living like in the times, the value of our years are already like the times of Mashiach. You could accomplish the same thing that you would accomplish. What does that mean practically? In other words, basically, it's, it's very similar to the word that Rebbe says that Jewish years don't follow the passport, right? Famous words from the Rabbeim. Jewish years aren't based on the passport. You could have a person who's very young on the passport, but in Jewish years, he's a very old man. Versus you can have a person that's 70, 80 years old on the passport, but in Jewish years, he's still a little kid playing under the table, pulling people's feet. He, doesn't never, he never grew up, he doesn't understand what life is, he never matured, he never saw anything outside of himself, and he's still blaming his mother for all his problems. Right? So this is Yiddish Yadin. So the Rebbe says, Yiddish Yadin, how do we calculate Taka Yiddish Yadin? Based on the calculation of Bar Mitzvah, this word of the Tzamaq that Bar Mitzvah is 100 years old. The way I understand the Cheshmah the Rebbe is trying to say is that basically, how do you understand what each year is? So take 100 and divide it into 13. Because based on how many years we count, um, everything is uh, uh, commensurate to the amount of years you're going to live ultimately. So if 100 years is the equivalent of today's bar mitzvah, that means every year is the equivalent of 7.7 years. That's what it comes out according to the Rebbe's Cheshben. And the Rebbe says, by us, five years is a tremendous amount of time. So if I, so I made the Cheshben, five years, according to what the Rebbe is saying, is 38 and a half years. In other words, a Chassid who follows the Rebbe and, and is living with Mashiach, what he could accomplish in five years is what happens in today, in, by in the secular world, what takes them 38 and a half years to accomplish. Right? Because uh, Yid is already living Mashiach, so he has a, a tremendous power. In other words, you can live out that time. Uh, nowadays, we understand this even from a technological perspective, that a person can live so much in one in time, much quicker than all the days. Everything took slow, but now you could live a lot in a very small amount of time. So, and you talk to Siba Mukhash, Shluchim, and other, and, and anyone who, who follows the Rebbe, wants to accomplish something, listens to the Rebbe, and do, goes, goes and does, what it takes a guy 40 years, takes him 5 years. So it's taka, this is the cheshben, 100 years, fine. But him, it's pretty clear from the Pasuk, it would seem to imply from the Pasuk that people are going to die. Just the whole cheshben is the v'hanar ben meyashon yamus. A nar, a young lad, will die at 100 years old. Right? continues the Pasuk, you're going to build houses, and you're going to him, and you're going to outlive the houses that you build. In other words... I don't know how long houses last in Manhattan or Brooklyn, but you outlive the houses. And it says, You're not going to build a house and someone else is going to live in it. You're not going to plant a vineyard and then someone else eats it. No, it's going to be your vineyard. As long as a tree lives are going to be the days of my people. And they are going to wear out. In other words, they're going to live out beyond. Yavalu means like to wear something out. I mean, 
uh, my chosen ones who might see them, the, the, the handiwork that they have, they're going to wear it, that out. They're going to outlive it. Fine. So this is this is that. And the Gemara Taka asks, asks, asks this question. The Gemara asks in Sanhedrin and in Psachim. Psachim, I think it's Daf Samaches. Forgot to write the Gemara Mokim, but the, the, in the Gemara, the Gemara Ula Rami Ula brings a stira. On the one hand, we have the pasuk Bilam of the Netzach, the end of death. On the other hand, we have the pasuk Vahanar b'Me'ashana Yomus. You're going to die a hundred years old if you're young, uh, or you'll be considered a young man. So the answer is the Gemara like Hashia can be Yisrael, can be Goyim. That's what the Gemara says. The Gemara says by Yidin, you're not going to die. Bilam of the Netzach by Goyim. Even a Gogoyim, they're going to live for hundreds and hundreds of years. So even someone who dies at a hundred, it's going to be very sad. It's going to be like a young man dying. On the face of it, Agav, not that I have an answer for this, it seems very difficult, this answer of the Gemara, because if you read the Psukim, it's clearly talking to Bnei Yisrael. First of all, all the promises are to Bnei Yisrael, but then it says, like the days of a tree is the days of my people, my nation. It's very, uh, it's very difficult to answer, right? But in any event, the Gemara answers. The Gemara says it's a stid, and the Gemara answers that this is talking about goyim, and this is talking about yidin. Frek the Gemara, the Gemara asks, the goyim my bohasam. What are goyim doing there? <laughs> I guess she has times. The Gemara wants to know, goyim my bohasam. What are they doing there? So the Gemara says we already have a psukim about that. It says, and for those who there's YouTube videos up, and we have videos about Goyim, Lhasa Lavi. What's, what's going to be with Goyim? And the few shurim about that. But the Gemara says, it says in the Pasuk, that the Zarim, the, the, the people, the foreigners, are going to stand, and they're going to take care of everything, the sheep and the, and the land, and, and so on and so forth. Fine. Now, on the face of it, really, the Gemara could have given a different answer. And you take a see, the very next Shtikla Gemara, the Pchista brings a stira. It says that the sun and the moon will basically stop functioning normal as normal. They're going to be embarrassed and ashamed, the sun and the moon. And then another Pasuk says that the, the light of the moon is going to be seven times the light of the sun, the present sun. So he answers, One is which is like the first era after Mashiach comes. And then the second thing is after then by Olam Habba, it's a whole new level. Immediately, this Gemara, immediately preceding that Gemara, the Gemara could have said very simple. One hand, it says uh, we're going to live; they're going to live forever. One hand, it says they're going to die; just you're going to live long. You could say one is Yemais Hamashiach, one is Elam Haba. So Taka that Rishayin would Taka say that there's a, there's there that Yad Ramah, who's one of the Rishayinim in Sanhedrin, one of the main, most quoted Rishayinim in Sanhedrin, Gevald the Kesefer. So Yad Ramah Taka says that he writes these words. He says, "Shmuel the Svidale Dein Ben Elam Hazel Meis Hamashiach Al Shuv Malchus Bavad." Shmuel Taka holds that that there's no essential difference in now and and when Mashiach comes that the world runs as normal. Betaritz Hastira Dekroi will answer the contradiction between these two psukim that they're both going on Yisrael and Jewish people, but this is going on. And this is going on Elam Haba, that when Mashiach comes, people are still going to die. And another one is Elam Haba. The Gemara, in other words, was answering for the other opinion that even when Mashiach comes, we're already living miraculously, in a miraculous way. And therefore, the Gemara has to come on that it's uh, that it's going on to Goyim. Atakadaran and Drashis Haran, a safer of the Ran of Drashis, so the, in, the, in the end of the, drash, the fifth Drash, he writes that Lafiyanir, the way it seems in the opinion of Ula, 
And these are his words. Ki Yisrael The Jews who will see the days of Mashiach, in other words, us. La yamus la'elam, says the Ran. They will not die la'elam. They'll never die. Ulafikach, since the Gemara, since the Gemara, since Ula has that, because there's Bilam of it. Chutzrach, he needed, he was required, la'aymid mikra, he had to say that the Posuk, and Narbe, many Hashanah, was going on Goyim. Fine. Fine. So now, this word. So let's see which approach to take it at right now. Okay. So in general, there's another machlekes in general about this whole topic, which is, which is not directly necessarily connected. Which is, in general, eternal life is the future of mankind. Eternal life. Or a world of souls, right? So the Rebbe always quotes that it's Machlekes, the Rambam and Ramban. The, the Rambam holds, essentially, the Rambam, that even after Ilam Haba, in other words, after Tchis HaMesim, Tchis HaMesim is not really Ilam Haba, according to the Rambam. Tchis HaMesim, they come, they live long, they live beautifully, they live for hundreds of years, they live an amazing existence, and guess what? They pass away too. And then the, the real future, the ultimate is Ilam HaNeshamis, the world of souls, he says, this phys- physical is not where it's at. That's the Rambam's opinion. Versus the Ramban has a totally different opinion. According to the Ramban, Chaim Nitzchim is in this world. But what we've been discussing, so that's in general. But then there arises the question. So that's one machlekes, that's one nekudah, that's one uh, part of the discussion. And of course, Chsidis follows the Ramban, because really Kabbalah follows the Ramban. Primus Hatayra follows the Ramban, and in general, uh, the halach is like the Ramban in such matters. Why? Because the Ramban was a massive, major makubu. The Ramban received from the Zoyar, he received from that whole Masoira of the Kabbalah. Versus the Ramban was with the Nigla. And in other words, so it, when it comes to, you have to go to each person, they're matters of expertise. Abaye and Rav, you know, you go to each one and their expertise. Rav and Shmuel, sorry. Whoever is more an expert in monetary issues is whoever is more of an expert in uh, in uh, in prohibitions and and permissi- permissibility. That's what I've so to be here also. When you're dealing with such matters of the soul and purpose of creation, the ultimate authority beyond the Rambam is going to be the Ramban, together with the whole world of Kabbalah. And what's the psak then of the world of Kabbalah? That the tachlis and the purpose of creation is a dira a dwelling place in this world, physical world, chaim nitzchim. So that's that discussion. Another uh, um, corollary discussion, right? They're connected, but they're not the same discussion. Is when you talk about eternal life, do you mean from Yemais Hamashiach, in other words, us, or everybody dies? But then there's everyone is resurrected eventually. There's a tzkufe called Elam Haba. And what happens in Elam Haba is that we're resurrected and then we go on and we live forever whatever it is. So that's really a little piece, a little bit part of the discussion here. When we say that, like the Ran, we just quoted from the Ran, Yisro will never die. The Gemara doesn't answer Olam Haza and the Mois HaMashiach. That's not the Gemara's answer. The Gemara says, Kam Yisrael and Kan Be'akum, the Apigidin are going to live forever. Now, the fact that in general we're going to live forever, we just quoted that, that's really also has a Gemara and that Gemara is in Sanhedrin Daf Tzadik Beis, Tonad Velio, very famous Gemara. The Gemara said, Sadikin that the Eibishter Sa'asa Kadosh Baruch Hu Lachiesen, Sadikin that the Eibishter is going to bring to life Einon Choizrin Liafron. 
They are not going back to dust. Nope. Like it says in the Pasuk, they're going to say Kaddish to them. Ma Kaddish lo'ilam kayim, afhem lo'ilam kayim. Just like Kaddish, the Eberster is always... Therefore, they're also always eternal. And, and the, the Gemara says, And if you're going to ask that the years that Hashem is, renews His world, the seventh millennia coming up in 221 years, less, 220 years, basically, is, Hashem will be left alone on that day. We know Hashem's days are a thousand years. So what's that day? Is this is the is the seventh millennia which is coming up? There's more time. There's less time from now to that era than there is from now from when the Tanya was printed. Okay. In other words, history is very very short at this point, and a lot of things have to happen. By the way, before that comes, because it's a whole new era. Before that, there has to be Meisam Shiach, which has to have a semblance of of being normal, like our world. And then after that is a tukufa called Tchis HaMesim, then it's followed after Tchis HaMesim is that. So in other words, we're on a very tight schedule. The, 6, 000, 7, the year 6000 begins the 7th millennia, correct? 220, 220 years from today, basically. 220 minus, uh, uh, plus a few weeks. Right? So... It's true, but but it, but 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 you know, it's almost not fair at a certain point. Golos is thousands of years. What about you? What? What? No, the Vart, you know, we, we were promised the Tkuf of Yemais HaMashiach. Right? And followed by a different Tkuf of Tchiyas HaMashiach. There's nothing to do before Elf HaShri Bechlal. Elf HaShri is a whole different Indian. We'll have a Shri on Elf HaShri maybe, you know, Mashiach will be here by then. But, but the Vart, but, you know, so uh, the Pashtus, the, we already know Mashiach is coming Bechalayf. But I'm telling you, even based on the scheduling of time, you know, it, time, the time is running out. The Mashiach is coming soon. But in any event, the Gemara says, what's going to be with those years? So the Gemara makes it sound almost like Hashem is renewing His world. You know, like the oceans are covering, the mountains are melting like wax into the ocean. And and, uh, so what happens? Someone just told me, literally, before I came here, that he knows a guy who doesn't care about the environment. He says, because that's not relevant anyways, because comes the year 6000, (laughs) why does he have to worry? Right? I don't know if it's a right cheshman. Last week's parasha, the Teda tells us to care about fruit trees and and to take care, which is in, in, in environmental law. So I don't know what the cheshman is, but that was the way he feels about life. So in any event, so the Gemara says that the Abish is going to make wings for the tzaddikim and they're going to fly over the world which is destroyed. They're not going to die. They're going to fly and they're not going to become tired. Right? The Abish just says, he promises that they're going to off, or they won't get tired and they're going to live. So who knows what that means? It basically means we're going to live very spiritual way, but it's going to be physical but spiritual. The way that Rishonim explain it, the Psad Yagoyin and the Munis Videy is he basically says that just like Moshe Rabbeinu, the 40 days in the mountain didn't eat or drink. So you don't, you could be physical but yet so spiritual that you're you're barely uh, that's not your not your cheshbon exactly um, eating and drinking and other such needs. In any event. The there's a there's a uh, there's a third approach legabi the question of whether we're going to continue to live eternally. We brought that we brought from the Yad that according to Shmuel that which the Rambam by the way passed in that way that the world it's not going to be supernatural. According to the Rambam, even Mashiach's going to pass away. The Rambam says that explicitly. Mashiach's going to pass away. His son is going to be king after him. The Rambam is mamish, you know, very. By, by the Rambam, it's clear that 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 you know everything's coming to it. Uh, he doesn't take it too seriously. Bottom line, 
So the 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 so according to that approach, definitely. But even even only taking half of the Dhamma's approach. In other words, even if I believe in, in eternal life, but if I believe that Yemaisa Mashiach is natural, then we're, people are still going to die when Mashiach comes. They're going to live very long. That's what the pasuk is referring to. And when you're 100 years old, people are going to call you a little shmendr, a little kid. But it's Yemaisa Mashiach. You die eventually. Then a new tkufa ilam haba, the tkufa of tchis hameisim, then you live forever. That was one approach. The other approach is even in Yemei Samashiach, negativity out the window, now we continue living. The Radvaz brings, he says that, I received the tradition from the Chomarishayim. This is something that the Rebbe quotes many times, not from the Radvaz per se, but it's an idea which we quote all the time. It's already from the Gemara Batsim. That there's going to be two tchis hameisims, right? There's an original Tchis HaMesim, and then there's the end where everybody, the, the big Tchis HaMesim, where everybody has Tchis HaMesim. And he says, the first Tchis HaMesim is close to the coming of Mashiach. And he says, who is that Tchis HaMesim for, says the Radvaz? It's not only for the big, we always say it's for the Tzaddikim. He says that also, but it's not, it's not just Moshe and Aaron. He says the Tzaddikim who, got, who passed away in Golos, and they never got to see the physical, Leiro B'Tevasen Shal Yisrael. The Geshmakite of a Beis Hamikdash, and he says the Eibush is going to give them the schus to see the Beis Hamikdash, the Makriv Karbanis, and that whole Tkufa. Then he says the second Tchias Hamesim is in the end of Yemei Samashiach, Samuch Lalafashvi, close to the seventh millennia. Right? It doesn't say exactly when. We always say forty years after Mashiach comes. He seems to suggest that in like two hundred years from now, before the seventh. Before the year 6000, that's when it begins. Uh, uh, not Mamish a second before, but Samach to that point. And then they go on um, to live. And he says, so he explains like this. When it says that people are going to die, our Pasuk, Nar ben Yamus, he says it's going on the people who saw Mashiach come, who were living when Mashiach arrived. That they're still going to die. He says, but they're going to live tremendously long for hundreds of years, and they're going to, and they're going to, it's going to be very young, 100 years old. And he says, it's also going on those who are born after Mashiach comes. Those people are going to die, uh, are going to die. He says, everyone's going to taste death. You have to taste death. He says, but the tzaddikim who already tasted death, and now Hashem brought them back to life because of their righteousness. They got to, they're getting to see a Mashiach. They didn't have to die a second time. You already been there, done that. You don't need to die a second time. Um, and Bechlal Chassidus also talks about such a concept that we, in order to really phys- um, clean our physical bodies, any ego and any negativity that has to have death, right? There's such a concept, right? And uh, so this talk is such a svara, but the Rebbe has a maimer that we could be yoytze that inyan through total and utter bittel, total nullification. Now if she could offer like it's like offer. And I have a vart, I don't know if Pachal, it's Oizkehalten, but the Rebbe has a famous vart on Pirkei it says, it goes through the years, Ben Chamish, Ben Esser, when you're 10, 20, 30, so when it says Ben Meir, what does it say in the Mishnah? Kilu meis va'avar u'batu b'neilam. So the Rebbe learned that, right, so it very, seems very negative, so how does the Rebbe explain? The Rebbe says that you've already dealt with every prat of your being, 10, as, 10 faculties of the soul, as they're contained within 10 faculties of the soul, and therefore, you don't have the hell of a hester of the world anymore, the world doesn't block you, block you anymore, kilu meis, it's as if you've already passed the avar u'batum and it's as if you're dead, because you've dealt with every ego and every negative trait, all 100 aspects of them. So it's interesting, the Pasuk Taka says, It connects death with 100 years old, and the Rebbe Taka learns that we're not Taka going to die, as a mimer. Rather, it's as if we died, 
right? Because we're completely nullified, and that's the whole idea of death. Death is the moment when your ego comes to an end. Ego is relentless, it exists for 100, 120 years, and then boom. Zero ego, just consciousness without ego. That's death. You can have, the Rebbe says you can have egolessness without actual death, and it's the equivalent of death. But that's what it says, right? When you're 100 years old, we fulfilled it in you. Anyway, take it or leave it. I just made that up. In any event, in conclusion, in conclusion, the the Sotake, so that's how he learns. In other words, oh, I, the Gemara says differently, Bechlal. So he says, the Gemara, the Gemara is stam l'ravcha de milsa. He says, you can't prove anything for the Gemara. The Gemara gave one answer, but it doesn't mean there's not more answers to answer the contradiction between the verses. Right? So he says, it's those who, uh, those who have tchies ameisim will continue to live on forever. Ultimately, the Amudis Videis in Maimir Shvi in his seventh essay, he basically says that there are three ultimate opinions. He says there are three opinions out there about what's going to happen when, um, when Mashiach comes. Um, the regarding this question about whether you're going to die, he says one opinion is that those who live are going to live forever. Those who see, he says there are three opinions out there. The Psaid Yom Goyin wrote this 1,200 years ago, and he the whole Maimer Shvi is devoted to Chiyas Hamesim. He says the first opinion is whoever sees Mashiach is going to live forever. Opinion number one. Opinion number two, and this is basically a sikkim of what we learned essentially, but this is him writing this before the people even existed. He says, Shita number two is that if you live, you are going to die. That's like to be yoy to the Indian of death, basically. But then you're going to be revived to, to continue experiencing Yemei Samashiach. In other words, it's not like you're dead and you disappear and you go to heaven. And I thought the main show is here on earth. What are you doing in heaven? Right? So he says, no, 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 you're going to die in order to have the Indian of death. And then you come back like other tzaddikim in order to experience Yemei Samashiach. That's typical. That's been a typical understanding. That's what I always heard as a kid, right? And then the third opinion says that Rebbe is that no, those who see Mashiach when it arrives are going to live long, hundreds of years, and so on and so on forth. Then they're going to die. And he says, they're not going to come back to see Yemei Mashiach. They already saw it once. The reason why we brought back the other tzaddikim is because they didn't get a chance to see it. So we let them come see Yemei Samashiach. You, you were there when Mashiach came. You saw him. He says, you're dead. You're going to come back at the end he says, you're going to come back you're going to, for, for, for Olam Haba, he says. That's when you come back, you know, for the next stage, whatever's after Yemei Samashiach. And, the, and the, uh, personally, Saad Yugoyen likes the third opinion. The first one was they are going to live forever. If you were here, you would see Mashiach, you're here forever. That's the first opinion. What? Yeah, exactly. All three are uh, those of you who see The Rebbe, now in conclusion, with the Rebbe, with the final Maskana, right? Okay. It actually, throughout the years, throughout the years, you should know, it's not something that Rebbe said all the years. I mean, maybe he did, but I haven't found it. The earliest time, I could, I could be, I'm, I'm, I'm wrong, but I did a search, and I was looking around very hard. The earliest time that I found that the Rebbe speaks about Chayim Nitzchim, we're going to live eternally, without any separation, in other words, we go we go into eternal life, is Toshim Memtes. Memtes, Parshat Baloischa, the Rebbe says, quote, that was the first time I found Bizas Megeta River Bli Hafsik Klal without any interruption at all in Chaim Nitzchim in eternal life with Mitzvah Fine. Now, the, once the Rebbe said it once, the Rebbe repeated it, Kama Vechama Palm. Right? So the Rebbe, by the, so I'm going to quote from one place because it's the most Tarichist quote that I found about it. it was by the Kinnis Hashluchim Tavshin Nun, which is the week of Parshish Toldis, the beginning of the year Tavshin Nun, the next year. 
and uh, the Rebbe spoke, and it's actually recorded. So I, uh, you can listen; it's recorded. Even the Rebbe talks about this. So the Rebbe speaks how the shluchim, how you have the you have the shleimus of 120, 127, and the Rebbe says till. Um, the Rebbe said, "We're mamshich the avoda as neshamas begufim bli hafsiklal." The same words. And by the way, the Rebbe uses the exact same lashonos almost verbatim every single time. The way he, I think the Rebbe maybe heard it from the Eibushter himself, because he's like, it's almost like he's quoting himself. Yeah, no, seriously, because bli hafsik bentayim. No, pasha the lashon hara. The Rebbe shamer this lashon bli hafsik bentayim. You know, so the Rebbe says that we go bli hafsiklal in the radichus yomim shalacharizeh. And the Rebbe says, then you have a whole new shlichus, which is connected with a nitzchistika life. And now the Rebbe says something fascinating. The Rebbe says, this actually gives you a new koyach in your shlichus even now. The Rebbe's talking to the shluchim. Why? The Rebbe says, you see clearly that, first of all, the Rebbe, the Rebbe seems to say two pratim. One of them is that when you're involved in an activity which affects the rest of your life, it gives you a zrizus, it gives you an excitement. And even a certain joy. You're doing something which affects your life. Imagine it doesn't just affect your your limited life. Your eternal life. You're right now. Right? That's one prat. The Rebbe says the shluchim have to realize that they're, that when the shluchim have the realization that they are, the life they're living now is eternal. Going on loyal and vod. Right? They began, in other words, even though they're going to experience but you, your, your eternal life began when, you know, in 1991. Whenever you were born, that's when your eternal life, you're going to live forever and ever. Right? And everything you do now is going to affect the, the entirety of your life. Right? And the Rebbe even mentions that, that when you have this realization, uh, the Rebbe says when you're dealing that Allah's come come of us, that's a thing, when you're talking about eternal life, as they're based as I am, they do pull it, it's this negate, so it's relevant to his eternal life. Is the Zikhir Fashtanik the Ishtadu Sahik Daila? It's understood how much a Shliach is going to be Mishtadu, work hard. And the tremendous joy. Because you're looking around, you know, everyone thinks the Ilam Habi, you go into a different world. But imagine you go with the bridge, you look around, and you're not going to anywhere else. This is Ilam Habba. Stop dreaming about some other world. You are in that, in the eternal world. You're in an eternal world. You're not going anywhere. Not soon. Ever. You're right now, you're living eternity already. The Rebbe says this perspective is going to change the way you view your shlichus should be with so much more strength and zrizus and excitement when you have this realization. So that's Mamash, the most arichas I found. The Rebbe, because the Rebbe Mamash spends a whole page uh, 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 talking about it. And it tells this Nunalif in Tavshin Nun Amud 150. And also Shabbos Nachamu Tavshin Nun, the Rebbe says that the Rebbe Omegeit Iber Blihav Seklau Michayenu Atav from our life now to Tchayim Ritzchim. And then in the Brach of Erev Rosh Hashanah, at the end of Tavshin Nun by, by the Panakloli, the Rebbe says that, you know, Rosh Hashanah is like one big day, 48 hours. So the Rebbe says, It becomes the beginning to the Yem Arichta, to the one long day, Yem Shkuliyaruch, Fun Chayim Nitzchim, Bli Hefsek Bentayim, Nishamis Begufim Dafke, and then the Birchas Atzmimim in Nunalif, the Rebbe quotes his own capital, Baruch Hashem Lo'elam, Amin V'Amin, the end of the capital, right? Um, and, and the Rebbe says, uh, it comes a bracha v'hamshacha from Havaya in Oilam. Baruch Hashem, Hashem is drawn down in the world. Lo'ilam biz in Oilam as a tachta to this world that there's no world lower than it. And the Rebbe says, the tachting within a year, this is guf gashmi. And then the Rebbe says, in a way, you know, oifin from amen v'yamen. What's amen? Amen means nitzachin. Right? We know amen means, the Gemara says in Nazir, famous Gemara, anan nitzchaya, we're the winners. Un nitzachin oichet milash nitzchis. Amen for Amen. Amen means Nitzchi. Amen uh, from the word of eternity. As Ms. Mamshech, we continue that way. The Neshamis begufim b'li hafsiklal. 
the Birchs Atzmimim, the Nonalif, in Chayim Nitzchim, Kepsakdin Haramban, take it from Yad Mamish.